you do, you just mind the Lord. And it's God's time. It ain't my time. Amen. Acts chapter number 2. Find your place there. Say amen. 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 Acts chapter number 2, verse number 21 tonight. Probably as far as we're going to get uh, through one verse here. The Bible says this. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's read that one more time. Love this verse of Scripture tonight. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Thank God tonight the Bible didn't say maybe. The Bible didn't say that you might. The Bible said ye shall be saved. Thank God. Well, in our last couple of studies tonight, we've been looking at Peter as he's standing up and standing out amongst the crowd. And we saw tonight how that the Lord had given Peter a message to proclaim the Word of God tonight. And if you'll remember with me, he was proclaiming that message to these Jews tonight, which is who this is for, alright? Your Word of God. And it was as he was proclaiming this message that God had given him, it's, it was here that he was telling those Jews tonight that what the prophet Joel had prophesied about, some of that had come to pass, okay? So Peter told them that, and then he also tells them about some things that were going to come to pass later on as well. We talked about that, and we looked at it in our last study. We're going to look at that just a little bit more tonight uh, as we come around. Now, if you'll remember with me tonight, in our last study, we picked up over in verse number 18, and we looked in that verse where the Bible says, "...and on my servants and on my handmaidens, I'll pour out in those days of my spirit." and they shall prophesy. Now, we talked about how that some of them, uh, some of this had already come to pass. And we gave you some scripture on all that had come to pass. But then we talked about how the Spirit of God was not just for some, but thank God the Spirit of God is for all. Jesus Christ didn't die so some would get saved. Jesus Christ died so all would be saved. Now, there's, not, there's some that will not come uh, to repentance. There's many folk that will not believe. I was talking to a man on the phone. I was telling the man that he wants to get baptized. Well, first of all, you've got to be saved before you get baptized. Well, friend, the Spirit of God is for all, but there's also false doctrine. Uh, there's uh, there's uh, uh, teachers who want to tickle your ears, make you feel good, and it seems like in the day and hour in which we live that that's what people are wanting to see. They're wanting to go after false things, they're wanting to go after all this other mess, and I call it garbage and trash. Friend, what we need to do tonight is stick to our Bible and we'll be just fine. But alright, so we talked about how all that had come, and some of that had come to pass. We gave you a scripture. Then we talked about the Spirit of God was for everybody. Now I'm glad that we can see from that that the Holy Ghost of God's not for some, it's for all. And we're going to look at some of that tonight as well. But what happened here in the Word of God is that Peter now, he's standing up here amongst the crowd and he's letting these people know that what the prophet Joel prophesied about was now coming to pass. This time was here in the Word of God. Now even though tonight it did not all come to pass yet, it will all come to pass. One of these days, everything that the prophet Joel prophesied about is coming to pass. It's going to be fulfilled. Uh, friend, I, I'm not a betting man, but I tell you, if I was betting on something, I'd bet on that right 
right there because that's not really gambling because God said it's going to come to pass, okay? The Holy Spirit had been poured out to man. I'm feeling good. The Holy Spirit had been poured out tonight. That's why those men were speaking in those other languages tonight, which we talked about in other studies. All right, I'm going to slow down. So in our last study, we read verse number 18. We read verse 19 through 20 as well. The Bible says this, And I will show wonders in heaven above, and signs in the earth beneath, uh, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before that great and notable day of the Lord come. Now as we said in our last study, we know that those verses there, right here, did not take place at Pentecost. Okay? But we do know tonight that those verses will be filled. All of it will come to pass. There will be fire upon this earth one day. Alright? It will be dark when it's supposed to be noon. What a sad time. And friend, if you're not saved and born again, I, I, I do some checking up tonight, friend, because this thing's about to come to pass. This thing is about to end. I'm telling you tonight, hey, you better hear what the preacher says. I don't know if we'll be here Sunday morning or not. This thing's about to wrap up. Amen. It's come to pass tonight. Jesus Christ can come back in the cloud at any time tonight. And those of us that are saved, thank God we're going to be out of here. But if you're not saved tonight, I check up. On oh, what of God. Amen. If you're leaning on yourself tonight, you better lean on Christ. If you're leaning on baptism tonight, you better lean on Christ. Friend, if you're leaning on mom and daddy's salvation to take you to heaven, you better lean on Christ. Because the only way you're getting there tonight is by grace through faith, not in man, not in baptism, in Christ. Alright, so I'm glad tonight that if you're saved, we ain't going to see none of that right there. Glory to God. But friend, I'm glad tonight that all this uh, is coming to pass and I'm glad that what he has pro he's told them here did come to pass. Why? Because if you're saved, you've got the Holy Ghost of God that was poured out right here at Pentecost. It came. Why? How did it come? Jesus Christ rose from the grave. And I'm glad that hell couldn't hold Jesus tonight, aren't you? I'm glad that the grave couldn't hold Jesus tonight, aren't you? I mean, friend, they rolled a big old stone over there and the thing rolled away and there's an angel there. And hey, friend, I'm telling you tonight, death couldn't hold him and if you're saved, death can't hold you. I'm glad tonight that death is not going to be the end for me. If you're saved, it's not going to be the end for you. Friend, listen tonight. The Holy Spirit came because death and hell couldn't hold Christ. He resurrected. And you and I have been looking at Pentecost, but because of Pentecost tonight, another day's come as well. And we're going to look at that day in our Bible tonight. What a day. What a day. You and I tonight, you know, we're living in some pretty wicked days, are we not? Amen. Folks are confused. I mean, friend, folks are scared half to death. Folks are terrified. Well, let me tell you something tonight. If you're saved, I want you to ask yourself something. What have you got to be terrified about? What have you got to be scared of? Hey, Amen. If you're saved, what are, we, what are we really fretting about? All right, there's better days lying ahead. But we're living in a day where the world wants you and me. I'll tell you what they want. They want you and me to be divided. How they do that. A vaccine's doing it right now. Listen to me. I don't care what you do. 
I'm going to keep my eyes on Christ. Okay? That's what we're here for. Listen, uh, uh, the Democrats and the Republicans wanting to split everybody down the middle to it. Why? Because there's power in the White House that's wicked. There's power in the government that's wicked. And if it keep us divided as God's people, then God's word is not going to be done like it ought to be. There's no division in our day. Friend, I'm telling you tonight, we need to get our eyes off everything else. And we need to keep our eyes on Christ. The church has got to keep their eyes on Jesus. But friend, listen tonight. So this text in our verse tonight, you and I are going to, we see we're going to come upon some great days that are mentioned in our text. And it just so happens that you and I are living in the best times that we could ever live in tonight. Friend, I'm happy tonight. Hey man, I, I tell you what, the devil's trying to rob my joy about all week. But I tell you what, I'm tickled pink. Just to know that we are living in some of the greatest days known to mankind. What days is it, preacher? Well, let's find out. Read verse number 21 again. Listen to what your Bible said. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Peter now stands up. And he says, wait a minute. Uh, it's kind of like kind of like Peter standing up and saying this. He's, it's like he's saying, I've told you what awaits those that are lost. But now I want to tell you something else that's good. Friend, it was like the Lord didn't want Peter to leave them hanging on the bad news tonight, I guess you could say, about what was going to come for those that wasn't saved. It's almost like you're saying there are bad days coming to the lost, but you don't have to go through those days because whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. He rears back tonight, and it's like he's telling all these Jews that whosoever shall call the name of the Lord shall be saved. He said, I want you to know and understand that you ain't got to go through that stuff Joel prophesied about. He said, there's days here that whosoever shall call the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, if you and me had been there and heard that prophecy of Joel, those words right there would have sounded pretty good to us, would they not? I mean, how good must the words have sounded to these folks being confused at what was going on? And I know some of them wouldn't believe. We know that tonight. And I can picture this scene tonight that some of them might have thought, man, that's some good news. Because I don't want to go through the, the time when the darkness is going to be on the earth and the fire is going to be there. He didn't leave them hanging on that news, did he? Oh, friend, up to this point in the Word of God, the people had been under the law of Moses. You've got to understand that these were devout Jews coming in there. And what they had to do under that law, you've got to understand they had to bring sacrifice after sacrifice, year by year, kill that thing on an altar. And those animals that had to be killed yearly because it would never take away their sin. That would show that God had forgiven their sin for that year. Then come around next year, they had to do it again. Uh, friend, if you're saved and born again, you are living in some good days. I've never had to kill an animal for nothing for the wrongs that I've done. Hey, let me tell you something. God smote His Son, Jesus Christ, because of the wrong that we done. You say God didn't kill His Son. Well, the Bible said in Isaiah there that it pleased the Lord to bruise Him. God sent His Son, killed His Son to be that sacrifice for you and for me so we could be saved. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. If you're saved, you're living in good days. Why? Because we're in the age of grace. Hallelujah. What a day that is. Could you imagine tonight if we didn't have grace? 
I want you to understand I'm not preaching no false doctrine to you. You got to believe, then you come. That ain't popular probably. I want to show you this. If you're there, say amen. amen. And that ain't there, but we're going to get to it. <laughs> you can read this with me in hand. Bible said, for he has said, I've heard thee in a time accepted and in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. What I'm getting at is if you ain't called, I called tonight. And I'm glad that for all who call, uh, I, I'm telling you tonight, you ever called somebody in another be busy and you're really wanting to get a hold of them? That aggravates me. Or when I call my wife she says, call me here in about 15 minutes. I will about 15 minutes and I call. And she'll never answer. Boy, I get so aggravated. See, I need grace. <laughs> I get so aggravated. But you know there's a line up in heaven that's never busy. Ain't you glad every time you call upon God, He never tells you to wait. He never says, I'm busy. Amen. He's there. But for you listen, uh, He's never busy. And just like the Bible said in Acts, whosoever shall call the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, I'm glad the call's not for some, but it's for all. And friend, it's that individual who calls on the Lord for salvation. It means that that person that is called has heard and believed the Word. Now, look, you can't call unless you believe. Uh, John 5 and 24 is where I was wanting you to turn. Turn John 5 and 24. Don't you understand this? Salvation's simple and I'm not making it hard, but you've got to believe before you call. You're there, say amen. amen. John 5 and 24 said, Verily, verily, I say to you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life. And shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Look at James 1 and 18. And then verse 21. Turn over there with me. Say amen, you find that one. James 1 and 18. We're going to look at two verses there. We're going to look at 18 and verse 21. James 1, 18 and verse 21. Amen. The Bible said this, Of His own will, beget He us with the word of truth. Notice that there's a word that keeps popping up in these verses. Word. Word. Uh, of His own will begat He us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of His creature. Jump on down to verse 21. The Bible says, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. The only way a person can get saved and born again is you've got to hear the preaching of the word of God. Now, there's a lot of folks fall out with me on this, but I believe God and what God said. The Bible said, go ahead and turn back now to 1 Corinthians 1.21. You can see it for yourself. Why don't you get a hold of this? Now, there are folks who probably get saved as they hear a song. And I guarantee you somewhere down the line, man, you're preaching perfect. Amen. That's God's way. 1 Corinthians 1 and 21 says, For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom... Do not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. 
That's God's Word. If you're saved, then you're not born of yourself tonight either. Thank God you heard the preaching of the Word. The Bible said in 1 Peter 1, 23-25, being born again not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the Word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man is the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the Word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the Word which by the Gospel is preached unto you. There's a lot of folks that say, this preacher saved me, and this preacher saved me. I'm telling you, the Word of God saved you. If you ain't believed on the Word of God, then there's a problem somewhere. You take that Word and you believe it. Amen. Now until a person hears the preaching of this Word of God, there not be no salvation according to the Bible. And it's when a lost person hears that Word, that Word brings forth faith. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. And I just want to say tonight, I'm glad for my pastor tonight who opened up the Word of God to me. Amen. I'm telling you, friend, he just preached the death, the burial, and the resurrection. I heard it. I believed it by faith. Called out on Christ and he saved my soul because my that's not me, but it's in Him. That's what it takes. Amen. And not only am I glad for the day I heard, but I'm glad that our God in heaven gave me faith. See, there's this crowd out there today who wants to say, you've got something to do with your salvation. Friend, I'm telling you, uh, there's also another saying, we're going to put them both together in a minute, that says uh, there's a lot of people saying they're looking for a perfect church. Well, listen to me. The second Nathan Jones steps foot in this church, it ain't perfect, no more. Alright? So, knowing that I'm an imperfect person, I can't have a thing to do with my salvation. That was all Christ, but it had nothing to do with us. Alright, I want you to understand that. On October 1st of 2012, God saved all the blue-haired hell banging piece of trash like me. And I'm glad that He did. Well, listen, friend, if you're saved and born again, guess what? I want, I want to help you. I want to help you. The devil will tell you things. Oh, if you saved, you would do this. Has he ever told you that? If you saved, you wouldn't have said that. Well, let me tell you something. I want us to shout victory tonight. I don't want us to be moping around. If you're saved, you can't lose it. The Bible said in John 10, 28 and 29, I give unto them eternal life. That means forever. And they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number 30 says, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Friend, I don't know about you, but I'm glad from the day I got to hear the Word of God. Ain't you in my grace through faith? I'm saved to the uttermost. I'm, I'm glad that I don't have to keep myself tonight. Ain't you glad that you ain't got to worry about that? I mean, friend, listen, I'm glad. Thank God the Bible said Romans 10, 13 through 17. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on Him in whom they have not believed? You've got to believe. And how shall they believe in Him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent as is written? How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not obeyed the gospel. Not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? So that faith cometh by hearing. Hearing. 
by the word of God. I want you to take a second. We're living in some crazy days. I want you to take a second. Forget all that. And think back to the day that God saved your soul. Think about it. Are you glad for the day that you heard the word of God? And it opened up to you that you were lost and that you needed a Savior. Can you remember that day, that time? Friend, I thank God tonight for the grace that saves old wicked sinners like us. But the only way that grace tonight can become saving grace is by faith that you put in Christ. And what He's done for you. I'm glad our God doesn't change tonight, aren't you? I'm glad faith still comes by hearing. Hearing. By the word of God. The only possible way according to God to be saved and have that saving faith is by hearing this. It's by hearing the word of God. Alright, that's what God said. That verse I just quoted to you proved that. The Bible said, How shall they believe in whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? If folks don't ever hear, how will they ever be saved? Friend, the precious Word of God must be preached. Must be. And it's pleased God in this very dispensation of grace to call men to preach His Bible. I'm going to say this. I believe God's calling more than will answer. I believe God calls more people than will answer. But listen, friend. I'm glad when the lost sinner hears the Word. When that sinner believes, when that sinner calls, the Bible lets us know salvation will be granted. Is that not what the Bible said? Bible said in John 6 and 37, All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. Hallelujah. I'm glad he ain't cast one out yet, ain't you? If anybody ever deserved to be cast out, you're looking at one right now. But I'm telling you tonight, friend, he ain't ever cast one out. He ain't ever taught one to go back out. Friend, I'm telling you, if you come to him, the Bible says I will in no wise cast you out. Ain't that good? Oh, we might be a bunch of cast outs to the world, but we'll never be a cast out to Christ. Never be a castaway. Just like Jesus Christ invited folks into Him. You understand that's still what He's doing in our day, our time, right? The Bible said in Matthew 11 and 28, Come to me, all you that labored are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. The call that Jesus Christ gives is for rest. Do you know what it's like to have it all washed away? Do you know what it's like to feel the weight lift off your shoulders? Oh, it's good. The call that Jesus gives is for rest. There's another call in the book of Revelation 22 and 17. And the spirit of the bride say, Come. And let him that heareth say, Come. I'll let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. I'm glad this water of life tonight is for whosoever will. Thank God. If it hadn't been, then we wouldn't have gone again. But he said, whosoever. I hope you've called tonight. I, I hope you're saved. I'm telling you, friend, we're close. I believe we're close. I believe it could happen right now in the next few minutes. Do you? Hey, man, I do. 
And I'm excited about that. Peter's here in our text. He's standing up amongst the crowd. He's crying out that Jesus Christ has come. He said, listen. He said, Jesus Christ has come. He's ascended. He's sitting on the right hand of God. And he's telling those devout Jews out there, he said, for whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. What a message. Here in 2021, the same one is still going forth in our day. It's still for whosoever. It's true then, it's true now. And if Christ, I want to say this, I honestly want to say this, if Christ has revealed to you that you're lost tonight, let me tell you something. You can say, preacher, I've come to an altar. Okay. All right. You can say, preacher, I cried out to my house. Who'd you cry out to? You can say, preacher, I've done this. I've done that. It don't matter what you do. It matters what he did. And have you called out upon him to save your soul? Do you know? Tonight, do you know that you're saved? If Christ has revealed to you that you're lost, you say, Preacher God, show me I'm lost. Well, I'm glad the call goes out tonight that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever. It's good to be saved, is it not? The call today is for whosoever whosoever will. You and I get to live in this great age of grace. And I'm glad God's still calling. I'm glad He can't lose us. He ain't lost one yet, and He never will. Amen. I'm glad that we're saved and sealed until the day of redemption. Friend, glory to God. I don't know about you, but I'm not going to hell. Thank God. I'll never have to see what's going on in our very feet tonight because I'm saved to the other post. Hell is what we deserve. But He didn't give us that. He said in verse number 21, and it shall come to pass, that day's come to pass, that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm telling you, if you've never called, you don't call before your time. You'll die and go to hell. And you'll see weeping and wailing and national teeth for the rest of your life. How sad would it be to know that the call's there and you won't answer the call? Well, it'd be sad, wouldn't it? I believe you'd hear the devil saying, hell, you had the chance. I gave you chance after chance after chance. But you just wouldn't. Let's all stand, our heads bowed and our eyes closed. This is the second week God's dealt with me on salvation. I don't understand that. But I'm telling you tonight, if you're here, you say, Preacher, I've never been saved. Oh, why don't you come? Why don't you come? If you're glad tonight for the day you got saved, if you're glad tonight you ain't going to hell, oh, why don't you come thank God for that tonight? Hey, friend. Listen to me. If you truly believe he'd come any time, I'd like to go out thanking him for what he's done for me, wouldn't you? Why don't you come thank him tonight? When's the last time you got on the altar and didn't ask for something, but you cried out and said, Lord, I just really want to thank you for saving my soul. Would you come tonight and thank him? I know we're living in crazy days. 
But you know what we're to do? We're to praise Him. We're to thank Him for all He's done for us. If you want to come, would you come? If you know that the promise is still true tonight, I'm going to say this. Maybe you've got a lost family member. You've got a lost friend. You say, preacher, it could be any time. Well, we need a sense of urgency about us. That's what's missing in our day. But maybe you've got a lost family member or friend. Somebody at your work. And you want to pray they'd get saved. Why don't you come call their name out? Why don't you come call them out to Christ? Would you come? God's allowed you another chance to call upon His name. I want to say this. If you're lost tonight, would you come? Would you come call upon His name? Maybe you're here tonight and you're just not sure. Why don't you get assured? You can have that tonight. Maybe you're here tonight. I know I ask this a lot. I'm about to close. Maybe you're here tonight and you say, Preacher, I've never been saved. I just want you to pray for me. Would you slip up your hand tonight? Bless that hand. Will there be another hand? I'm not embarrassed you not come to you. Maybe you're here. Anything you need to do. God's put something on your heart. You just come to you. Amen. I'm not going to tarry. Let's pray.